Awesome train number 45. Boner. Louise and Greg aren't ready, but we're starting this anyway. Oh, wait, this is real recording? We're recording right now. Oh, sweet. All right, starting off with a song, What a Drag by Bare Hands Louise. Just do your thing over there, we'll get to you. Bare Hands Come back. Please. No, Bare Hands is the man. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Yes, everybody. Awesome train. Long nails. Long nails. You got those. Goddamn long nails is what he's saying. Why is it bothering so much? Don't give me that look. Don't give me that look. That's what they say. It's the lyrics. I'm not gonna say GD, Louise. Welcome back, everybody. Awesome train number 45. I think just turn off our audio there for a second. All right, we're back. We're alive. Guys, it's been a while. It's a month later. Passengers. That song was Bare Hands. What a drag. That's what you need to know. So, everybody, again, welcome back. It's been a long time. Again, this is the Awesome Train blog podcast. I don't know, what is this? It's the Awesome Train podcast, and yeah. we have a blog. Yeah, you can that go That blog there. is www.theawesometrain.blogspot.com. You can find lots of fun information there. Such as feedback. That you guys don't leave on our blog, you just email to us. For example, here's some feedback that I've already shared with Greg and Louise, and Greg bites it pretty hard in this one. Yeah. I cite this more for the fact, not to bag on you anymore, Greg, just to make people realize that they can actually share their thoughts with us, and we appreciate it when they do. And we'll respond. I was listening to your latest podcast last night, and i got to say, Greg needs to freaking move out and get his own place. Everybody, if you recall, I think our last show was when Greg basically admitted to no, living... I was like five. That was a while ago. Admitted um, to living in a upstairs room at his friend's house and not really decorating it, and if he should be worried about improving, uh, trying to impress the ladies. Uh, Greg says he has towels for curtains, etc. Dude, stop living like a 19-year-old. I actually can't believe he'd still want to live with three other dudes in an attic bedroom. Doesn't he have a job where he can support himself? A 31-year-old dude living with other dudes is bizarre to me. Also, his boner song is so gay. Who thinks, I can't get this out of my head, suck a dick, suck a fat dick. Ha <laughs> <laughs> You and Louise are right about it not being a song, it's a gay poem. Greg, <laughs> rebuttal. Well, here's the thing. I 
feel the need to immediately defend my lifestyle and boner songs. We'll just get the boner one out of the way. That's clearly boner song envy. Um, I understand that. I can I can see where you're coming from. Um, you know, a lot of people don't have the gift that I have when it comes to boner songs, so I can see why that would bother you. Um, in terms of my lifestyle, I guess it just there's a kind of a long story of a string of events that led to this point in my life, and I don't know if we have time to address it all. So you sound like you're ready to. Yeah, I mean, there's like a. I mean, it's a couple minutes. Yarn. No, but like, okay, so I was living, I lived by myself, then I moved in with like a party house, and I was in my young 20s, and uh, when I was done with the party house, I moved into an apartment with my brother, we shared an apartment downtown, I thought that was pretty normal, you know, uh, and then my lease ended as my job was kind of really in question, <clears throat> and so my friend, who lived at what we commonly refer to as the frat house, he was moving out, and you know, it just timed up perfectly, the price was right, I figured why not do it for a year, save some money, kind of bite the bullet and just get out of there. And I really found it kind of freeing, Jonathan, I like not having anything, I like... Living not, off the land? Living off the land, not having any lot of financial responsibilities or stuff. So, uh, you know, my job's still kind of in question, and um, instead of getting a place of my own right now... I'm kind of going to wait to see if I wind up getting this job where it's like 100% travel, basically. So I wouldn't even really need to have a place um, and do that for a couple years. So that's kind of why I do uh, the lifestyle that I do. I mean, I don't think it's like you're like Will Ferrell in Step Brothers, where you're like a total loser that is irresponsible and just being like right. a dickhead about everything. I mean, I definitely think I'm responsible in terms of... Like, I'm kind of a mature, responsible person. It's just my lifestyle is like, what the hell are you doing? I mean, I completely agree with what he said, too. That's my big question about it. Like, man, why am I doing this? I'm a complete loser. But I think part of it is just what society says that you should be doing. Right, right, right. You're 31 years old. You need to have a house. You should at least, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's all bullshit. I I agree. I, I mean, as much as I can see where this... Passengers coming from about your boner songs. <laughs> it's uh, anonymous passenger. Because the boner songs do suck a big. Look again, one. your boner song envy is pathetic. It's so no, 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 it's more like I have a history of writing my own poems and songs, and your boner songs are subpar. Oh, wow. Well, anyway, so <laughs> uh, the living situation is temporary. I also. Uh, you know, it's not like I'm in a city where I'm sure I'm going to be living and I, you know, I'm ready to settle down and meet a woman and do this and that. I'm a, like, a loner loser with nothing going on for himself right now. All right, everybody, that is the Awesome Train Podcast in a nutshell. Oh, jeez. Anyway, I don't think that, it's such a big deal. Thanks, buddy. No problem. There was something. No problem. What? Oh, yeah. This is Louise. (laughs) What? It's been so long, I forget how we do this. This is Louise, one of our hosts. This is Greg, another one of our hosts. This is Jonathan, the other host. I'm sorry, I'm trying to figure this out as we go. We're a little rusty. Yeah, we're we're a little rusty. It's fine. People are going to like it. Got to grease the wheels. Jenny and Pat know us. Listen, guys. So this is something I've been thinking about, and Louise kind of knows about this. Greg, I want your guy talk opinion. Guy talk. Okay. So, I'm thinking about going back to regularly wearing cologne. Okay. So for a long time, I've been cologne-free. Okay. As have I. I'll throw that out there. Like, in high school, it was like, what scent should I wear today? Yes. Davidoff, blah, blah, blah. CK1, ooh. Right, right, right. Polo Ralph Lauren. Right. Whatever. Doesn't the... your dad wear CK1? No, my dad was like Brute or something. <laughs> Old Spice original. <laughs> I remember no, borrowing his, his Brute deodorant sometimes. Gray flannel. So anyway, so then, a couple times I'll actually put some cologne on. Louise is like, what are you doing? 
Like, I, I'm suspicious. Like, she automatically, like, thinks, oh, Jonathan's going to meet somebody at the Holiday Inn. Well, they yeah. say, like, in list of, like, top ten signs your spouse is cheating on you, like, number one is, like, they've started, you know, whatever, whatever. Number three is, like, they start wearing perfume or cologne. Yeah. Well, my whole thing is, like, I'm usually, like, at work and I'm like, oh, hey, that person's got cologne on her. Or, hey, that girl has perfume on It's like, oh, you know, they smell nice. You know, I have perf- or I have cologne at home. I should put some on. I don't know why I don't do this. I should smell nice, too. So, like, I do it for daily basis, like... What are you doing today? See? I'm like, I'm nothing. I just feel like I should wear cologne and smell decent half the time. I, Louise, why do you I have a hunchback? <laughs> Don't worry about it. What? Louise has a prop stuffed in her back. <laughs> Don't worry about it. This is what came up before. What is yeah, this thing? I don't know. God, I'm really interested to see where this So goes. anyway, to wrap up this. <laughs> so weird. You're so, so weird. So, well, then the other night I'm running, and like I pass this guy, and I'm like, geez, that guy reeks of cologne. And I'm like, am I going to be that guy if I start wearing cologne? Uh, one time a girl ran into me from high school. I, I don't remember who this I was. I can't imagine where this is going. Well, and she goes, oh, she's like, you're Greg Fisher. I remember great. you from high school. She's like, you were the guy who always wore way too much cologne. <laughs> oh, nice. Aww. So that's how I always remember. Nice. Oh, man, person. at least you weren't, hey, I remember you. You always had bad armpit smell. <laughs> Timmy Tightnuts. There was a kid in our school who always wore tight Rangos all the time. We called him Timmy Tightnuts. Oh, Rose, my sister dated someone called Tommy Tightpants. <laughs> wow. Wow. It's so all your tight pants wearing guys. So, Louise, do you have a problem if I start wearing cologne all the time? Do you think it's good? Do you think no, it's bad? No, I, I mean, I remember when we were dating, we actually used to do this queer little thing where jo- I, I took Jonathan's teddy bear. <laughs> I, 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 what? Your teddy bear? Sounds like she said she took my teddy bear. <laughs> and Jonathan's teddy bear. I don't think that's slang for anything. Jonathan. I was going to say, I mean, what, is, what do you mean by teddy bear? You mean Jonathan stuffed animal? Jonathan had a stuffed animal that he had since he was a, a boy. And he gave it to me to take with me back to college, and he'd spray it with his cologne. God, you guys okay. are so gay. First of all, I gotta say, so I don't remember this at all. <laughs> Second of all, that's hilarious, and I agree with Greg. Yes, is that, that is so I mean, gay. You don't remember it? I, I vaguely is... recall it. I just think it's funny. I'm like, again, like as we were talking right before we started this podcast. Like, what a loser you were when no, you were dating Louise. We have a framed piece of Calvin and Hobbes art in our downstairs bathroom basement. <laughs> that's about like when uh, like Calvin. Uh, realized they, like, they, he and Hobbs came across a dead bird and they made some comment about how fragile life was. And so Greg's like, oh, that's a really cool one. So I, Louise and I started to explain to Greg <laughs> the whole reason behind it was when Louise and I were dating, she got me what I thought was a successories <laughs> about... It was. Something. But Louise said, no, she gave me something more to the effect of, oh, I miss you, you're away, blah, 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 blah. So I thought, well, I'm going to give her my cool piece that's going to be the same thing. And so I gave her this piece of Calvin and Hobbes framed art. <laughs> and in hindsight... I completely missed the target because hers was about missing somebody. Mine was about like death. No, mine wasn't about mine wasn't about missing somebody. Mine was about like believing in yourself. Because regardless, regardless, I didn't match yours at all. Yeah, it wasn't because mine was more like I'm starting to date this guy. I want to get him something meaningful, but I'm not really sure where this is gonna go. So he could still be like a good. Well, apparently, I decided it'd be a good idea for me to take my childhood teddy bear. Douse it with cologne and pass it to This is the thing. I do not take credit for this idea because Bridget, my roommate, was my heavy influence during those years of what it would be like to be dating. And she had like 16 stuffed animals from her boyfriend at the time, who was Eric. And he, every time he would... Is this come, when you were in college? Yes. Every oh, time geez. he would come visit her, he would spray the, you know, the various animals. Hold on, I can't leave yet. <laughs> right. this, I, I'm, in, I'm in shock right now that young people are that gay. I love it. Yeah, so I think that's why when Jonathan, when I finally had my 
away boyfriend. I was like, oh, I need a teddy bear of yours, and I need you to spray it with cologne. So and you Jonathan's basically made like, him do it, and that's why he doesn't remember. And Jonathan's this. like, okay, yeah, I'm sure, I'm yeah. sure, because it came. I'm sure it came from Eric and Brigitte. So you look forward to me wearing cologne again for memories like that? Because I, yeah, because when I smell, I'm like, oh. Greg, yeah, should we start the wearing cologne smell. again? I haven't worn cologne in years, and as a single man, to attract the ladies. Wear. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I just here's the thing. I don't even know what I like. I went to the counter at like a Dillard's one time to smell the cologne, and this woman was like, oh, "Are you single or married?" And she was like Eastern European. I'm like, oh, "I'm single." She's like, "Oh, you know, what's your sign?" I'm like, um, "Pisces." She was like, "Oh, these scents are good for Pisces who are single." I'm like, "Yeah, okay." And she must have gave me like thirty or forty different scents to smell, and by like the third one, they all smelled the same, and I walked away, and I was like, "I don't want any cologne anymore." Yeah. I mean, I just... So no cologne for you. I don't know. Maybe. I'm very... I actually can't really stand perfume on me all that much, but I will spray it, um, you know. I don't know. I'm going to give it a run again. I would like to do it, Jonathan. All what right. kind are you going to get? I'll just go with what I have. I have some type of... My sister got me some Dolce & Gabbana stuff at some point. Yeah. I think I've got some older... Calvin Klein stuff. It really Klein only lasts like a year. It's supposed to smell. Seriously? Yeah, that's what they say. It still smells to me. Well, I mean, the scent stays, but it's not like the way it's supposed to So smell. I have to update my eau de toilette, is what you're saying? I guess. All right. According to them. Next up, Louise and I are at a crossroads of what we should do about the Easter Bunny, Greg. Mm -hmm. You as this a parent, you a, can answer this. Yeah, this as a parent. This is a serious conversation, though. This is basically what it boils down to. Like, I told Louise, I don't want to get into another whole thing where the Easter Bunny's like Santa Claus, where the kids are saying, like, well, this is what I want to get, and right, this is right. what I'm expecting to get. And I said... I think I said, growing up, it, to me, it was just, you can go look for eggs, the Easter Bunny hid some eggs, and there's, like, some candy yeah, in there, yeah. and then we got a basket that was, like, I think, clearly from my parents. Yes. That would have, like, a gift, or a toy, or whatever. See, in my, with my childhood memory, what we did was, we would put our Easter baskets in the middle of the floor of the living room, and then the next day, we'd have to go find our full Easter baskets. We had no egg means. hunts. Like, she would set the basket out at night, and then in the morning, where'd my basket go? Oh, it was hidden. Who hid it? Did the Easter Bunny hide it? The Easter Bunny would, would fill it with grass, fill it with candy. <laughs> the Easter then... Bunny would fill it with grass, you would smoke the grass <laughs> next day. Smoke it when we woke up before church. So, and you guys believe that he was responsible for everything in there? Yeah. See, I just, like I said, I just nothing don't want to get ever, into another Nothing ever came from my parents, false and it was never, idol. listen, it was false never... childhood. You don't want to break your kid's heart again. Yeah, I remember the it thing was about never Santa toys. Claus. Yeah, yeah, also the Easter Bunny. Too fair, he... Yeah, that's Easter not fair either. This is the problem I have with it. Santa Claus, okay, somewhat believable, because he was a man, and even if She's you, right. Versus, like, a giant... You, Human-sized bunny Easter running bunny? through yeah. the, the neighborhood and hiding eggs. Oh, and none of what it's is, believable. It's what all is nonsense. The, no, no, no. A man There was who, a Saint Nicholas. A man who... He put who, gifts who in children's kinda, shoes. Who, ma who has magic. I mean, you can, you can go okay, along yeah, the yeah, Harry yeah, Potter yeah. line. You know, he was a human. Yeah. As opposed to this giant fur thing that you see at the mall. We saw the bunny at the mall the other day, and Luke's like, Mom, can we get our picture with the Easter Bunny? And I'm like, absolutely not. You go close to that guy's eyeball, and you can look straight in there and see there's a man's head in there. Yeah, and he talks, and like the mouth doesn't move. Oh, <laughs> 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 I hate it. I hate it. Or the, 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 the
Or do you picture like a little rabbit that uh, you see outside that is the magic rabbit? I mean, I, even I, that. Because like, then, like Luke said, well, how does he get in our house? I'm like, uh, he magic. hops in. <laughs> like it's just so weird. He I hops really, the chimney. I'm really pissed at any the adults who came up with the Easter Bunny bullshit because it is so hard to kind of believe in it enough to make your kids kind of go along with gotcha. it without feeling like you are totally fucking them up mentally. Don't ask questions, Luke. A giant bunny comes in, hides eggs. You got to find him. I mean, it's just so weird. Yeah, it's really dumb. I, I really hate it, and I really don't know what to do. So tonight, what are we gonna do? We're gonna fill the. Easter I think eggs. we hide the eggs and say the Easter Bunny hid the eggs, and then any gift came from us. We used to leave a so trail leave- of candy. My mom used to leave a trail of candy to like point you in the right. I direction. mean, are we supposed to say like we left the door open last night so a bunny could hop in the back door? I mean, is it a magic mm-hmm. bunny? I mean, it's just so weird. Just drop them like, like confusing lines. Like Luke, it's a metaphor. Like, like it, what's a metaphor? You're like exactly, dude. <laughs> is it like Narnia where it's like the beaver can talk? It's like a the beaver uh, family. Uh, you know what the I mean? Beaver family. Justin Bieber. The Justin Bieber family. Like it's just so hard to sell because. Well, that's a good transition, Louise, because. When we come back from a break, we're going to talk about... The Beebs? The 100 Unsexiest Men of the Year, with number 100 being... The Justin Biebs. Bieber. Alright, we're going to leave that problem unsolved. If anybody has any suggestions, write into the blog. I mean, each is going to be over by the time we post this, so we'll use it for next year. I really don't think we have a conclusion next tonight. Next year, next week, man. Next year. Easter next year. Oh, Easter next year. Jeez, dude. Alright, next song up is Little Lion Man by Mumford and Sons. Sanford and Son. Come back. Justin Bieber. Justin Bieber is some 16-year-old sex pot of a child who sings to the ladies. Justin Bieber looks like a lesbian. There you go. He's also the 100 unsexiest man of the year. Weep for yourself, my man. You'll never be what is in your heart. Weep, little lion man. You're not as brave as you were at the start. Rate yourself and rake yourself. Take all the courage you have left. And waste it on fixing all the problems that you made in your own head. But it was not your fault but mine. And it was your heart on the line. I really fucked it up this time. Deny my dear. Deny my dear. My man, you know that you have seen this all before Tremble, little lion man You'll never settle any of your scores Your grace is wasted in your face Your boldness stands alone among the wreck Now learn from your mother Or I'll spend your days biting your own neck But it was not your fault but mine your heart on the line I really fucked it up this time Deny my dear But it was not your fault but mine And it was your heart Alright, this is a good song, dude. So far you're two for, two for two today, man. Yeah, I like this group, actually. Mumford and Sons, check it out. That is Wait. one group I recommended to somebody. I said it's kind of like, uh... Are they Scottish? I think so. Remember that one, that one, like... 
probably like four months last year, we were just all all those Scottish bands came out. We love Scottish bands here. here at the, the awesome train. train. Yeah, we definitely drop a lot of Scottish hits. Podcast. Um, Hold on. Uh, like I was, I was explaining to somebody. I think it was Mark, another passenger on the train. It's kind of like David Gray with a banjo, very fast and angry, and also kind of sounds like Dave Matthews at some point. A little bit. I like it. All right. Count so in, Mumford and there's Sons. another one um, that they sing, right? The, the whole album is very good. The whole album is called "Sign No More." I definitely recommend checking it out. Yeah, it's good. All right, topic: the topic. 100 unsexiest men of the year by the Boston Phoenix. I don't know what that is. A newspaper in Boston and or Phoenix. <laughs> All right, so we'll skip through these. Number 100 again: Justin Bieber. Biebs. Who? To explain to Louise, because I honestly, the guy's only recently come on my radar. I mean, I've st- he's I like a new Justin TV. Timberlake. Louise. I cannot turn the TV on without seeing this kid. Let's I mean, see. I've heard of him. Before. Brock Lesnar's listed. Steven Tyler, Randy, uh, Ahmed Who's Karzai. Randy, Randy is uh, Aziz Ansari's character that I think he put in that horrible Adam Sandler movie about how he had like cancer and he was dying. He was passing. On the oh to yeah, 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 okay. Uh, let's jump up to number fifty. Oh, who's Piven? Jeremy Piven was on there. Oh, that's kind of mean. He's not a bad-looking guy. Oh, I think he is. I don't yeah. know who any of these guys are. Mel Gibson think, is number 47. I don't think Jeremy Piven's a bad-looking dude, either. Uh, Will I Am is number 44. Bear Grylls Bear is 42. Grylls. He's, he's a pretty good-looking good guy. Dude. What the fuck? I mean, seriously. He's handsome, Bear. Well, he's very... He's I, I drink very, his uh, water. <laughs> he's very, uh, you know... Yeah, it takes Ooh. a certain kind of... Sammy Sosa's at 41 yeah. with his bleached skin. Oh, yeah, I forgot I, how I he mean, bleached his skin. I mean, I'd say Bear Girls maybe because he has, like, poop on his face sometimes. But I mean, they're saying he's a Guy really Fieri, guy. I guess, is worse than Bear Girls. So I guess, yeah. so Justin Bieber is actually fairly attractive at 100. I guess. He's not I as bad Bear as. Bear Girls should not even be on there. He's we not as bad agree. as Lou Dobbs at number 37. Scott Dysick, this is the oh, that's jackass. The yeah. Engaged to slash married to one of the Kardashian, Kardashian. Kardashian. Oh yeah, he is ugly. Yeah, he's horrendous. I don't think he's ugly. Oh, I think dude, he's, he's a, horrendous. His, char- his think, yeah, personality yeah. is a. Is ugly. Where did they get this list from? This list is know. weird. Artie Lang. Artie Lang is number 31. Poor guy. He's got a lot of issues. Charlie Sheen's number 30. I mean... This is the uh, Balloon Boy dad. Number yeah. 29. Richard Heaney. Ryan Seacrest is not a bad-looking guy. <laughs> I was going to say, guy. Seacrest's not a bad-looking guy. <laughs> I just don't know. I mean, they really, like... Cool. I think they were just trying to... Adam Lambert. It's number 23. Seagal is 22. All right, let's get to the top 10. Yeah, this is the big one. The Pope! Wow. It's number 10. Well, that's kind of cruel. It's not the outfit for any 22-year-old German guy. He looks good in dress. It's not his opposition to gay marriage. Mark Sanford. Who's that's that? the guy... Oh, uh, the guy, South yeah. Carolina yeah. congressman, maybe? Yeah. Jay Leno's number 8. Weird. Glenn Beck is number 7. Weird. Jesse James is number 6. Number five nice. is John Mayer. That's a great picture. Number four is Kevin Smith. Three is John Edwards. Number two is Mike the Situation oh, Sorrentino. On. Boo, that guy's awesome. And number one, Tiger Woods. So these weren't based on looks. It was. I mean, these people based... have a whole bunch of stuff going on in here. They got a whole, are you sexy or not sexy? So Louise, let's jump up to number six, Jesse James. Since you're in the dark about what's been going on. Oh, yeah. So I think following Sandra Bullock's Oscars red carpet wind, wind, 
No. When, Which, uh, by the way, I feel so sorry for her. She gave this, like, eloquent speech about how, like, you finally get, you know, she finally got please. her wings to fly because uh, of the love of this guy. Oh, man. Wait until... On the wings of love, only the two of us. Dude, I have so much to say about this right now. Hold on. I mean, she was Greg, either a really good Greg, actress. Louise hasn't even seen a picture of the girl that he was screwing. Okay, okay, no, okay. okay we gotta so drop, just wait. We gotta she's drop gonna flip her shit. But I mean, she's already saying, like, I feel bad for her, and all that stuff that's pissing me off. So I think basically the girl... We'll get there, we'll get there. The girl who claimed she didn't know that he was married saw on Oscar night, oh, hey, they're married Well, I'm sleeping with him, so she's basically seen this is my 15 minutes of fame to come out. So now we're seeing the National Enquirer is putting the Jesse James mistress count at 11. Wow. And painting him as a Nazi. Because there's also been... First of all, the girl that he hooked up with. This, what's her name? Um, Michelle Bombshell. Yeah. What? Somebody said... I guess she has... There's pictures... Louise, just to brief you, she has a lot of tattoos on her. Which you would kind of expect because it's Jesse James. Right. Yeah, I mean, somebody said they saw a WP tattooed on her, which meant for white power. Mm-hmm. Although, according to her dad, it stands for wet pussy. Which so, I can also see. No, so what I know her, about her. But I mean, according from her dad. Yeah. yeah. So Which her dad would know that her WP tattoo meant wet pussy. That makes a lot of sense. Says in a stunning slap in the face to his movie star wife. Sources say Jesse turned his office into a sleazy sex den, where he played porn movies and engaged in rough sex with a string of lovers. I mean, they literally said, like in his shop, like Sandra Bullock would be there and he would be banging somebody like in his office. No way. Yeah. No way. They're really? saying that. It said he's even had sex with other women right under Sandra's nose. One girl said Jesse would take her into his office and lock the door while Sandra was in the garage. That's in another sick twist, the Inquirer discovered Jesse's Nazi memorabilia that he kept in his office and the home that he shared with Sandra. Uh, He was reportedly photographed wearing Nazi regalia and giving a Heil Hitler salute, which I think we have... Jeez, this guy's a whack nut. Really? Um, We don't have it. Um, So anyway, Louise, this is the girl that he slept with. Oh, I mean, honestly, she's. Let's see if we can find the WP. Have an, was on her she knees doesn't or have her. an ugly face. No, she, I think she's kind of hot. But he said, like, oh, I slipped up. That's my kind of girl type of thing. Like, yeah. I go for that tattooed porn star look. Well, honestly, when I saw him with her, I was kind of feeling like, oh, man, you know, he's a lucky guy because he looks kind of WT. Yeah. So, that's her. And I like I even saw this past week that she was basically telling her story. Chelsea Handler came out and said she looked like I don't know, I don't know. Then the, the girl basically came back and called Chelsea Handler a drag queen. Okay, now Chelsea Handler so, disgusting. So let's just, just let's put there, it right? all into because I honestly don't. Well, hold on. Jesse James is now reportedly seeking professional help to deal with his personal issues because what seems to be the craze now is saying you have a sex. Yeah. Addiction. There's a South Park episode that makes fun of it. It is hilarious. And going into rehab for that. I guess he was even pulled over on his way to rehab by the cops, and they say that he started crying to the cops to get his ticket. Jesus. Talking about how bad his marriage had failed and so on and so forth. So, now, in the meantime, Sandra Bullock is, like, not... No one's seen or heard of from her. She's with her friends. They've got her in seclusion. Yeah, pretty much. What do you think, Louise? Should she go back? Absolutely, I mean, I, I absolutely, think absolutely not. not. I mean, Come on, like Louise. The guy's a it's a sacrament of marriage. You got to go back to that. No, not in this instance, dude. Dude's a scumbag. My point and I don't to what know. Louise I don't was saying know. earlier was, was it a sacrament of marriage? You know what I mean? Like that's, they're married. How was that not a sacrament of marriage? My thing to Louise, what she said earlier is, like, I feel bad for her. Blah blah blah. You're dating, freaking. Are you married to Jesse James? Did you see his last girlfriend? 
She was all tatted up just Janine like her. Linda Mueller? I don't know, whatever her name the is. Porn like, star? What, what did you think you were getting into? Did you think you were getting this sweet, innocent guy that you just all of a sudden turned around into a nice family man? And that's what I don't understand. No, she's an idiot. He's an idiot. She's an idiot. Tattoo girl's hot. Good move, Jesse. Like, well, let me see a picture of this guy, though, because he's not that attractive. Oh, Jesse James? Yeah, he's not an attractive guy. He's not bad looking. He's kind of, no, he's kind of white, trashy, beefy guy. Yeah, but he's, like, famous. Why? Because he runs that, uh, he's, what's that show, Jonathan? I don't know, like... That, like, So with an M, wasn't it? Garage show. Monster Garage? Monster Garage, yeah, he's just, like, one of those, like, you know, mechanic shows on TLC or A&E or whatever the hell it is. Look at those pictures. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't think he's a bad-looking dude. I don't think he's. Well, like, I feel handsome. really bad for. Her. I mean, I feel bad for her just because I don't know. Like, I, all of a sudden, well, here's the other thing. Field. I know, like, I don't think it came out of left field. That's my point. You think she knew about this? No, I'm just saying she's an idiot. What kind of guy did you think oh. you were getting with this guy? I don't know. I mean, you know. Well, like what we said, it's horrible because in her Oscar speech, she was like, "Oh, I like to thank my mom because she taught me how to love, and because of that man right there." Yeah, 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 I, yeah, you know, yeah. Blah, blah 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 blah. And plus. So he had a kid with uh, Janine Linda Mueller, who was a porn star. Right. So and she was a porn star. So just well, she, guy she guy was is. having like tons of issues. I think paying her taxes. So this girl, this daughter, basically moved in with Sandra and Jesse, and was like not seeing her mom at all. And Sandra was just like literally just about to adopt this girl. So now that whole and how old thing is, is this little up, girl? She's like eight. And that's what's so sad. Yeah. I mean, this poor eight-year-old messed up. Like they're saying something about like, will Sandra get the children? Like it's just so the children. Weird. They don't have any children. He has a kid. Yeah. How is she gonna get? Is How is she going to get custody rights? One, is kid? it just one it's girl? Just one. Note to self, girl passengers, don't marry sleazebags who are previously married to porn stars and you don't have to deal with this issue. I just can't believe it. Because all of a sudden it came I, out of nowhere. I just can't believe it. Louise, yeah. now's the time to unveil whatever this prop is you have shoved up your back. <laughs> Alright, so... First of all, I guess we should say, so, Greg was over, seeing the kids, we were all hanging out before bed, Penelope's in her uh, little pack and play little restraining thing for those who don't have kids. Yes, they had their child in a restraining And restraining I see our, our three-year-old trying to dive into this pack-and-play to get out this toy. And I'm and she pulls out, I'm like, Evelyn, what are you doing? That was Penelope. She was playing with that. And then Greg looks at us like, what the hell is that? And, and then Louise looks like, she's like, no! like, give it to me. Yeah. And Louise, like, she was laughing, holding it. And Louise like, dives in. She's like, no, no, don't worry no, about no, it. Don't no, worry no. about it. I'm like, Louise was just like, don't worry. No, 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 no. And just goes back to whatever she was doing. Yeah, so, like, completely ignored it. Earlier in the day, this came up. And then we brought it up again. And Louise said, ignore it. So now's your time for the big unveiling. Now she's got it shoved in her back. And I Should I hit the girl talk jingle? Is yeah. this a girl talk? Yeah. All right, hold on. Let me get down here. <laughs> Girls talk. That's fun. That one's fun. So my topic is: What do you do in a situation? And maybe you guys have never been fo have found yourself in this situation. I mean, Jonathan, I know you have at least one on one occasion. Greg, maybe you perhaps never have because you don't have children yet. But right. What happened yesterday was I went to um, Crate and Barrel to buy Jenny and Pat their shower gift because mm -hmm. I'm going to a shower. Blah blah blah. Anyway, so I went to Crate and Barrel. I had Evelyn who is three and Penelope who is nine months in a stroller. So Evelyn's walking around Crate and Barrel and it's like trying to keep a bull contained in a china shop. I mean, she's like <laughs> wants to touch everything, yeah. wants to play with the dishes. So we got out of that store and we went to Joseph Beth. Joseph Beth. Yeah. And bookstore. bookstore. So we're at the bookstore, 
And there's this pie, there's a display of these groovy girl dolls, and Evelyn wants to play with them. I have no idea what those are, but I don't want you to it doesn't use matter. The there's yeah. a huge, yeah. so there's a huge, they were all hanging, and there's a huge pile of them all dumped on the floor. Like, I've never seen a kid's area so trashed, trashed before. Like, it makes me so angry what that time parents... Were they, you were there, like, just after lunch, though, so I'm right. sure a bunch of parents just brought their kids in and walked out. And that's terrible. And, like, I saw one lady, she was sitting there reading while her kids were just trashing the kids' <laughs> section. Which so, is okay, as long as you clean up after. Well, no one had. So Evelyn's I'm playing with woman, the dolls. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna help clean up all these dolls. And I'm not kidding. At least 25 dolls were on the floor. So I'm Evelyn and I are organizing them, setting them all up. And in my mind, I'm like, what assholes that they just left the, these toys and didn't clean up after themselves. I think that's an awesome train first of Louise swearing. Yeah. No, I said that for a couple minutes ago. So oh, anyway, no. yeah, I know. Wow. So anyway, Penelope starts <laughs> crying. Penelope starts crying. So I hand her. I can't get it out of my back because my nails are wet. Oh, jeez. I hand her this. <laughs> it's a Groovy Girls pluff, plush... Um, sofa chair. Sofa chair. Okay. So I hand Penelope About the size this. of a palm. It's the dumbest thing ever. So I hand her that so she can occupy herself and stop crying while right. I'm helping Evelyn pick up all these dolls that are not our mess. Mm -hmm. So I get Evelyn, we buy a couple of things that I'm supposed to buy because I've got to be the Easter Bunny today, and I walk through the bookstore, out the bookstore, down the corridor with Evelyn. I mean, it is a lot of work to get Evelyn okay. contained. So long story short, you stole this. So long she story didn't. short, I'm on my Penelope way. Did. I'm, on I'm, my, old. I'm on my way through Crate and Barrel, out Crate and Barrel. Someone's holding the door for us. I've got this big box. We're walking into the parking lot, and Penelope drops the plush chair, and I'm like, "Son of a bitch!" So it's Good Friday. I've got this chair that I didn't pay for, and I'm like, "Oh man, I don't really want goes. the chair." I don't, I mean, it's, it means nothing to me, and then I'm like, but the the whole idea of turning around and taking it all the way back mm -hmm. through Crate and Barrel, all the way back to the bookstore, mm -hmm. and, and dropping it off, to me, seemed overwhelming. Greg, I so, think you should be aware that this happened to us also in the past. Bottom line, line, one other time. you stole this because you're lazy. So I stole it, and then I no, was like, I would say she stole uh, it. I would say, bottom line, she won't return it because she's lazy. I'm yeah. like, I am a shoplifter. And yeah. I look at it, and I'm like, oh, it's got to be just a couple of bucks. Yeah. It's not a big deal. That's about the amount of time I hey, spent picking up all the girls. You don't get to girls. determine the worth of this. Yeah. I look at the chair, and it's worth... Twelve dollars. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Not even kidding you. I wouldn't Holy spend two dollars on that thing, and now well, it's twelve dollars. Like congratulations, you spent zero dollars on it. So you, like you, uh, you got value. Knitted together five so different types of material guilt, and stuffed it with beans. It's Good Friday, and my guilt has just magnetized. I'm a shoplifter, and I'm a lazy person. What were you magnetized towards? I don't know. <laughs> magnified. Magnified. Yeah. Honestly, I have a personal opinion on this that. Doesn't really matter, but um, I'm I'm kind of disappointed in you stealing on Good Friday. Would any other day of the year have been good? No, it was just. Uh, I mean, do you really? Uh, what is? Uh, do you really think I should have turned around and taken it back? I mean, yeah. Where's the price <laughs> tag? Yeah, I do. Where's the price tag? I just ripped it off in anger and threw it in the car. Well, see, you could have said, Jonathan, you need to take this back to work. Yeah, you could have just Next time you're at work. Well, you can take it back. And you took the price tag off. You can take it back. As if you owned it. You just had it shoved over your back. Purchased it. Who knows where else you shoved that on your body? Yeah, no. this is, this is so Children want to play so with you that. You can take it back and just put it in the children's section. Oh, so now you're going to frame yeah, me. Now you're going to force hey, your husband to. Show some back. There's going to be some guy walking in the door trying to return some stolen merchandise. Yeah, yeah. 
And, and you also gotta make him do your don't pull me. Jonathan can just take it back. I don't want to take it all the way back. And no, 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 I have no problem except if I could do it by myself, I would have no problem with running in there. However, it's not that easy. I just feel like you already stole. It. You might as well just keep it. Teach your kids a good lesson. On you know? stealing? Yeah. Horrible. I'm here, taking Evelyn, it back. I don't even know about it. I'm taking it back. When and I'm saying what? Back. Here, this was all over my kid's playpen today. Yeah. Definitely, definitely in Evelyn's mouth. It's like when we tried to return potato chips that were, weren't open to Giant Eagle. They said, you can't return food. We said we didn't touch it. They said, well, you can't return right, food. fine. You guys have just mag magnetized. <laughs> Stop magnetizing. We're so magnetic tonight. <laughs> All right. All right. So that's my plush chair story. We're going to break, as usual. Break! This is the Mike Snow remix of the Vampire Weekend hit, The Kids Don't Stand a Chance. All right, we got to start. The Who remix? Mike Snow. Oh, the guy that sings Sylvia. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Alright, we have a variety of things to discuss when we get back. We won't get half of them. Boners. It stinks like nail polish in here. We need to get a fart cam in here to follow Greg as he hops out of his seat like he's got a hot one in the chamber. Runs over to the steps, is like, They're just really stinky. Dude. I want to blow Louise up. <laughs> just trying to do a show here, Jonathan. Thanks. All right. Especially with my uh, flammable nail polish in the area. Well, and you're like at ass level where I'm sitting, which has been ugly. Greg, I've got a guy talk for you. Guy talk. And Louise, this is, I meant to address this with you. I for completely forgot about this. With Louise or with me? Yeah, remember I was taking umbrage with Louise's girl talk? Oh, yeah, what is yeah. this? What, what was this all about? I forget. Louise, I take umbrage with your girl talk. I don't know what that means. Uh, that's what I said. <laughs> means I... Are you talking about, like, Professor I disagree. No, not That's what umbridge. I said. It means I disagree with and have a problem with. What? Girl talk, I liked it when it started out. It was, guys, listen, here's something I think of as a girl. What do you think? Yeah, it was interactive. And then it turned into... It was interactive. Hey, give us your first date story. Yeah. yeah. So you need to go back to original girl talk. Yeah, Jonathan takes umbrage with it. For example. I don't even know what that means. Professor Umbridge. Listen, means. shh, shh, hold on, shh, listen. Guy talk. Guy talk. All right, this is, this is what girl talk should be, but the opposite of this. He's judging. He's judging what my girl talk has Louise, become. Louise, I want to know as a woman, is it degrading for a man to ejaculate on a woman's face? Holy mackerel. 
Wow, this is this is an interesting Interesting. Interesting. Wow. This took a this took a turn. I had no idea this where you were going. Listen, guy talk. This is awesome. That's why at the end of guy talk we go. That's why you blow up building. Listen. First of all, I'd like to say before you get flambasted after the podcast is over. You're combining words. It's lambasted and like flamboyant or something. Flambade. You're getting flamboyant and lambasted. All right, Louise. Guy talk. No, listen to me. This is real talk. First of all, passengers, I would like to point you in the direction of our introduction that we send out. Uh, what is it? The public service announcement that you guys gave. Yeah. I think people, that was like show number eight. I think people need to be reminded of the public service announcement because I think you just blew it out of the water. I think it's awesome. It's not awesome. Why is it not awesome? Because one of my like sixteen year old We used to talk about something like this all So this is your chance to have an open dialect with your nieces about sex. And, oh my gosh. And love explosions and faces. Holy Please, crap Just answer the question honestly. Honey, oh I, man, you're getting flambasted. I'm you're, getting flambasted. You're dead. You're dead after the show. I can't believe you did that. That was awesome. Oh man, I. You didn't even want to answer it. No, this is because take I, this opportunity. No, because I think you know what the answer already is. I think you just like to be. You just like to. Oh, be Oh, I'm looking for controversy. Yeah, I no, think, I'm I not. Do. I think you pulled a Greg on this one. Whoa! Oh, you're getting bring me flambasted. I didn't anything to do with this. <laughs> the middle of a text. I was, I was like checking my phone and Jonathan drops that one on me. Literally. Louise, this is guy talk. You have girl yeah, talk. It's, but my girl talk is So say yes, like Jonathan, I do think it. Louise, I'm not doing this for three-year-olds. Yeah, we've definitely talked about stuff like this before, Louise. This not is... with me here. I just think it's just, it's, it's, it's obnoxious. It's, it's unnecessary is what it is. It's Howard Stern-esque, and I know that you idolize the guy, but I just think no. it's unnecessary. Yeah. This isn't Oprah. It doesn't have to be Oprah. It just doesn't have to be that disgusting. Oh. Of course, I think Let me it's think of disgusting. a guy talk. Do you think that, that it's... It, I mean, it's it's disgusting. Well, that is that represents one person's opinion on the subject. I don't know if I would say it's degrading. I would say it might not be appropriate. I didn't say it was degrading. I think well, that was the question. It, that was the question. Yes, I think it's degrading. Okay, that's it. I think it's disgusting. I think who wants like that gross, sticky, gooey, <laughs> flambasted juice? Yeah, please go on to the next topic. <laughs> it's. I wonder what Katie. Train girl would say if she was here. Katie Train girl. Well, I was like, maybe I should give out her last name. Considering this is such a off-color podcast, <laughs> we're gonna ruin everyone's reputation. My girl talk conversations are like, yeah, girl hey, talk, like, what hey, do you, do you guys about... like popcorn? No, no, they're not. It's like, I'm hey, sorry. what do you think about women who have uh, hair? The fine, uh, Louise. What do you think about guys who have really hairy bushes? <laughs> what if you? Oh, never mind. I'm not gonna say. I don't want to yell that. Do you think a guy should have a full bush or should he trim down? Is that better? Oh my gosh. Uh, Again, Louise. Perhaps whole, you don't oh my deserve gosh. a guy talk. No, Louise, the whole idea is just like what they do in Cosmo. It's stuff that girls maybe don't want to talk about, but they need to hear... No. The guy perspective. So this is, again, something a guy might yeah, not want to really, acknowledge. you're really wondering what it would be if a girl finds it degrading to have come all over again, her face. Well, I have met girls that don't think it's degrading. See? There you so, go. Oh, there is that. 
So I mean, what you what are, are you the girl really of this group? For? I'm looking you? for the girl perspective. He just asked a question. It was innocent. I think it you're was blowing not this out of absolutely not innocent at all. It was so not innocent. Okay, fine. Uh, perhaps you could have just answered it instead of making a huge deal about it. And no one would, no one would think it was a big deal. You could be like, yeah, I think that's gross. Ew, Jonathan. And then like rolled with it. <laughs> I think it's gross. Go on. Oh my god. I mean, I don't know. I feel like all right, my that. second guy talk question. Do you think guys should have a full bush or should they shave down? <laughs> you, you're Is not, that still bad? You're not allowed to Can I not talk about genitalia at all? <laughs> if we if that's a rule I can't come to the show anymore. Seriously. Maybe you didn't notice ninety percent of my, my contribution to the show. <laughs> it's my bonus. <laughs> Is that even the, is that bad a question too? I just yeah I mean I just yeah a fine a trimming is fine. I mean you are she's completely off put man she's done. She's toast. You're flambasted. She's toast. I <sighs> I Greg, what's your what's your I don't know if that? I can weigh in on any of this stuff because I want to yell at. Do you think it's degrading, Greg? I it depends on the situation with the person and is it can you have a loving. Love explosion? Yeah, why couldn't you? Oh, Jesus, I don't think you could. I do. I mean, if you're turning it into something degrading, it could be degrading. I have met one girl in particular who... Requested it? To, yes. Whew. Wait, did you want to do a follow-up on your girl talk worst date? No. I don't think she wants to be here at all. Did you want to throw out a new topic? No. Girl talk, dead in the water. <laughs> I think that you just first of all, he like start oh, prefaced by judging the way my girl talks had become lame, and judging. then no, I'm just saying we need to return to format. That's all I said. Dude, up, this one, I mean, that was straight out. Of, that was incredible. That was good radio. <laughs> I mean, that's good. See, no, no, great. Here's the thing. Don't say that because we're gonna be like. All you're doing is you're trying to get everybody riled up. You're trying to be controversial. That's not what I'm trying to do. I'm looking for... Again, this goes back to what it's supposed to be. Guys asking girls serious question to get the girls' feedback, or yeah. girls it's asking like guys... Line, Dr. Drew. It's yes. like Love Line with Dr. Drew. Now, what's interesting is I know Jonathan well enough to know that he... Jonathan's a very inquisitive person, just like their five-year-old son is the same way as he is. You know he is. Just ask questions about me, and Jonathan's... I honestly think it was like an innocent job. I absolutely do not I think do. it was innocent. He if just wanted to know. It was antagonistic. It was. It was I feel like it was maybe antagonist. slightly antagonistic, but it was very oh, like. What maybe, do you think? Maybe this is me thinking in the back of my head. Boy, I really would like to do this to Louise. I could throw this out there and see. <laughs> so this would be my way to find out. Because otherwise, I'm not going to bring it up. So if I bring it up in this comedic manner. I can get an answer. Well, guess what, Greg? Oh that ain't never happened. I can't believe I'm sitting here. This is amazing. That is, that is bullshit. Again, I call bullshit on you. I love this. Well, well, I, I meant to tell you this, Jonathan. Our little guy talk. Guy talk. Thing, guy you know, talk. Yeah. I was watching The Soup the other day, and they have this thing like about homos, where they're like, homo thing, and it's the same like voice we use. Really? Yeah. What did, oh, so, what, did I, what, what, did I what did I text you the other day? What was it called? Wow. Like, sounds gay or something? or Yeah. Uh, that's what they do. And they yell the same thing. Alright, here is a story for Louise. Yeah, where are my articles? They're not here. Son of a bitch. I don't... Here's a story for Louise, considering she doesn't like penises right now. A broken-hearted man cuts off his own penis. Wow. An Indonesian man... I mean, wow, dude, you've got to be... Has cut off his own girl. penis and thrown into a well after his girlfriend decided to marry someone else. Wow. Nineteen, Greg. Oh my God! Nineteen. Oh, you really blew it. You could have blown your load on so many girls' faces, and now you threw it all away. In Greg, a well. Greg, it doesn't get any better. He sliced off his penis, and it had not been found, so therefore it's 
basically dead wherever it is. He has no. So there's penis. a shoulder. Pe- how does he? How does he pee out his ass? See, I was wondering that. I always wonder that, dude. I know it's it's weird to think about, but like, how would they you... do that, Louise? Do you have a catheter permanently attached to you that you just kind of drip out of? I mean, there's a you know, it's like doesn't your the for the guy it comes out your ureter that's in your wing wing. So yeah, if it's there's got to be some of it that it says, attaches to the kidney. It says allegedly he threw it into the well with the or intention of committing suicide because he thought nobody would be able to save his life. So like he would bleed out from his wiener. I mean, that's so weird. You could shoot your head. I mean, that'd be much smarter. His weenus hole? I mean, honestly, they could probably get him, like, a prosthetic. <laughs> I mean, I would really rather... You should probably just should have finished up the suicide, dude, at that point. Um, Plus, could you imagine him as, like, a 30-year-old man? Wait, he's going to look back. That's what I'm saying. Like, there was a lot of sexual experience to be had, my friend. And you just... Like, like meeting someone and being like, well, when I was 19, I was in love with this girl, and I cut It didn't work head. out, so I cut my dick <laughs> off. Cut my dick off, and here <laughs> I am. You know how it goes. Same old story. <laughs> guy meets girl. She guy broke me up. up. <laughs> she broke up with me. I chopped off my penis. Alright, well, we'll end on this story. Oh, wow. We'll come to a close. We're at 47, and... Wow, dude. Louise is... I don't even know if we can consider her an active member at this point. Well, we... I mean, we... We've been gone for so long. So this woman basically was driving down the highway, shaving her pubes, and she cut herself. Okay. When she hit another car. Okay. Florida Highway Patrol troopers say two-vehicle crash uh, caused a 37-year-old woman... <clears throat> Excuse me. Who was shaving her bikini area while her ex-husband took the wheel from the passenger seat? Mm-hmm. Now this is a very old story. This is like from back in early March. So okay, you, so she was shaving her pubic region this while is, her ex-husband. This uh, it gets even better. She was on her way to meet her boyfriend, driving with her ex-husband, shaving her hoo-ha in the car on the way there with her ex-husband sitting there. She, I think she said, "Hey, take the wheel." And so while she's doing this, they crash into somebody else. I believe she jumped in the back of the car because she had gotten, like, a DUI, like, the week before. And she was like, no, my uh, ex-husband was driving. I wouldn't have thought she was the type to drink. That's weird. Let me see if it talks about when they finally realized that she had nicked herself. <laughs> so, wait, so she was shaving and then in the accident, like, like really cut herself bad? Or, like, it was just like a... I believe so. <laughs> I don't think she would tell anything in the story about, like, a nick. There's so much right in this story that I don't really It just says, know. she jumped in the back of the seat and he moved over. It's like the old company, but who's on first? The passenger side airbag deployed. <laughs> Which I guess they don't. They only deploy when you're sitting in them. Yes. So that's why they're like, well, clearly somebody was sitting over here. And if yeah. you're in the back and he's up here, then we know somebody was sitting up here. So, there's a lesson to you guys. Don't shave your hoo-ha while driving down the road on your way to meet your boyfriend with your ex-husband driving next to you. <laughs> All right, everybody. Louise, you want to give a sign-off? See you later, guys. Guys, I think it's going to be another month uh, till we can come back on the podcast because Louise is not going to allow me down in the basement anymore to play with the computer. Stop acting like I'm that kind of person. You're giving me this look over here. I mean, you're going to get... You're going to get, get a new one ripped to you, but... We should do that on the podcast. Stop acting like I'm the one who prevents I, you from doing it. I just it. feel like if we're going to do this show, we have to be open and honest, so just let them have it right now. No. Yeah. Come on, just get them on... I don't want to give you the satisfaction, Jonathan. No. Say it. No, I'm not. I, Say it. No, I'm not going to give it. No, because I think that you guys have little different personalities on this show than you do in real life, and so I want to make sure that you're not. I don't know. If I'm acting. How am like I different? Your radio. How am I different? I just. I don't know. All right, guys. That's it. We'll see you guys next week. Where are you going? See what happens.
Are I'm you leaving? Going upstairs. Yeah, the podcast is over. I'd rather hear what you have to say about me being different. Uh, no. It's is this like how you try to tell me how I was one way with my friends and one way around you? Yes. Yes. I mean, obviously you put on a little, little, hey, I'm a funny guy for the podcast. You have to. And hey, I'm with my friends versus, oh, baby sweetie. Yeah. Oh, come on, baby. I think that's completely natural. Every single I think it is. I think every guy that. does that. Every I, person I does that. I don't know why that's natural. That's the most unnatural thing I've ever I don't think it's unnatural. Please think you should be the exact same person with oh, every single person you meet in your entire life. Just so like I'm also, also work Jonathan. Sense. And I'm also, hey, I'm going yeah. out to drink with my no, friends, no, no, no. Jonathan. I just think that when it comes to someone that you want to be with for the rest of your life, and then your friends who you like, like to hang out with, have all these fond memories with, I think that you should be the same, you're the same person. Yeah, but he is the same person. He just acts a little differently. Mm, I, it's not like he completely changes personalities. It's like he has like his other life. I don't know. When Jonathan introduced me to his friends from college, he was different. Like, he was kind of cold to me and, like, embarrassed about, I, like... No, I don't think I was quite embarrassed. I think I was just, like, party Jonathan at that time, drinking and, like, oh, Louise is over there doing her thing. I'm over here talking to my bros. I don't think so, because bros, I was yeah. saying, Louise was like, why are you smoking like this? Why are you yeah, talking to me? I'm vibing with my bros. No, 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 no. Yeah. Like, Fist I bumping. We, I don't know where you were. Six. We showed up somewhere in Columbus. And I was Pierce's with... House. I was with my friends. You are with Heidi. Yeah, I was with my friends, and you were there, and even Fletcher called you out on it. Fletcher was like, why are you acting like this? Like, you would be just being a weirdo. I feel like he was maybe uncomfortable or didn't know how I was going to go down. I really don't think it's that big of a deal. Maybe I was trying to act really cool to impress you. Yeah. I I wasn't being a dickhead. I was just trying to be like, hey, look at Jonathan. He's so social. Oh, my gosh. That's so hot. I'm attracted to that. I, I mean, I really think you're reading too much into it, no, for real. No, I, it wasn't like that, though. It was it was not like that so much so that your friend called you out on it. So, he again, he probably noticed I was being one way versus another way, as opposed to just the one constant he's used to seeing. So so basically, Jonathan would go over to his group of friends and be like, What up, bros? Let's hit the ball, motherfucker! And then he'd come over and be like, Oh, baby, what's no, up? No, 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 it <laughs> wasn't like that. trying to say, I love you, baby. No, it wasn't like that. It was baby, more baby. like, it was more like, Forget he was party. with his friends, and I was kind of like, he was like, oh, you're here. That was not... It was kind of like total that, bullshit. No, 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 it was I'm more like... You, I'm telling you, Fletcher... Dude, I was said. with like three honeys last weekend, motherfucker. <laughs> hey, Lou. No, baby, no. And it caught me off guard, because Jonathan was never How soon like did we that? just started dating when this happened? We were engaged. Heidi oh, and Kayla wow. were meeting wow. Fletcher and Drew because it was all wedding party wow, people. Wow, so you didn't know what you were getting into. Maybe it was engagement jitters. I guess. So looking back, had you had this information prior to the engagement, this might have gone down a different way. I just It was unusual because I had seen guys act like that in front of their friends with but their not girlfriends. My but not my Jonathan, Jonathan but not had never my done jo- that. Not my Jonathan. Yeah, I mean, Jonathan had never done that. Right, because you never really seen him in that environment. But you have yeah, to assume... Yeah, I have. I'd seen him with the Louise, Knicks. All guy... Are you yeah, kidding me? Yeah, he's... Really kind of the same way with that? No? It's not the same thing? No. See, no. I don't know. I just feel like every guy is a frat boy at heart, and you throw him in a frat boy Whoa. environment, and he's going to act like a frat boy. I think that makes me want to barf. Why? You're not a frat boy, and Jonathan doesn't act like a frat boy around you. You throw him in a room with ten dudes. And I d- totally disagree. Really? And Jonathan's going to sit there and just be like, oh, hello, <laughs> my good chaps, I was reading the Wall Street Journal this morning. I, I act know, like a douchebag, like all guys do. No, what I'm guys not saying do. he's going to be a stiff. I'm just saying that he doesn't have to act like a douchebag. Yes, he does. It's no, natural. No, he doesn't. He d- it's not natural, Greg. It is. I'm telling you it is. As a guy, you get that, in a group of guys, no, 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 and you like, it's, that the, it's the, the mob mentality, the no. thrill of the hunt. 
That is the same mentality of uh, one guy's going to, hey, a bunch of them are going to the strip club, so I gotta go. No. It's part of See, I kind of agree with Greg Absolutely just in the not. sense, like, I mean, how many times do you see guys go out and, like, it doesn't mean you the most straight-laced guys just start getting wasted because they want to, like, hey, I'm hanging out with everybody, and they're not, they're never like that. But they because they're with everybody, they yeah. want to... See, be, I just... I think that's a weak... A flaw. I don't think... I don't it, no, no. See, you're look, you're looking at it from an outsider perspective who doesn't understand. It's not like he loses all convictions and says, Man, I'm with the bros! I'm gonna smoke weed and shoot up heroin because they're all doing it! He just, like... You kind of pull out that, like, male ego stick, like, penis pissing contest. That's what guys do. They talk shit to each other. They act like douchebags. You know... Which is what punch Greg each other in the shoulders. Which is what Greg and I do on the podcast. Right, and we're like, oh, dude, oh, we'll do that. That's what guys act like. And then they're on their girlfriends, and they're like, no, no, I miss you. You know I miss you. No, I'll, fight. I'll come home early. Please don't be mad at me. That's what all guys do. Every single guy does it. It's human nature. I think that's bullshit. I don't at all. I think it's completely natural. I support it. In fact, I think it's healthy. In fact, I know it's healthy. I don't even think. <laughs> I do not think it's healthy. Well, all, right. all I know is we've ended up here. It can't be harmful. Yeah, I guess. And, we'll and on top of that, Luis thinks I should be socializing more. So if I socialize more, that's what you're going to get. Ooh, oh, mama. I just think, you know, I think you have a rare exception. Jonathan is, you know, rarely exposing himself to that environment. you got a lot of girlfriends, fiancés, and wives who deal with guys who regularly immerse themselves in that environment. Macho, like, dude, we're douchebags. So they have to deal with it on a regular basis. You have to deal with it once. I don't really think it's that big of a deal. Also, too, you know, girls do the same thing. It's just different. They get in a group and they get all catty and competitive and they form knitting circles and they talk about <laughs> shit show that nobody their, else cares about. Show off their ring. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. And they get completely obnoxious. I've seen it happen. It's different. I mean, it's just two different energies. The guys together, you know, pound on their chest and run around on all fours and hold <laughs> the moon. And girls get together and they're like, I don't like her. I mean, you see the way she's looking at me? And they pair off into twos and threes because they can't handle it. Being around groups of multiple women. Yeah, I guess so. No, I know so. That's Greg. You talks. can put this Greg fact. That's a new segment. Greg fact. Greg facts. All right. I don't know what we ended up with there. All I know is I'm gonna get flambasted. So I don't want to stick around for the flambasted. Am I allowed to be here for that or no? This is. I feel like I might need to mediate it. Snoop Doggy Dog, Doggy Dog World. This is an old song. What, what did you good think of song? this song, dude? I was listening to it recently. This one? Yeah. So, My that was Awesome Train number 45. Thanks again for listening. Thanks for being an active participant. Head to the blog, www.theawesometrain.blogspot.com and leave your thoughts and comments and tell your friends. Tell your parents. Don't tell, tell your, your kids because we are X-rated. Because <laughs> we are assholes. Like right. a contraceptive. Bye. Greg's doing his doggy swagger. Still got the. Bye. Later. Awesome dream. Tell me what's going on. It make me wanna holler cause my dollar's coming ozone. Known for the break off, so take off your clothes and quit trying to spit at my motherfucking hoes. Speaking of hoes, I get to the point. You think you got the bomb cause I rolled you a joint? Use a flea. And I'm the big dog I scratch you off my balls With my motherfucking paws Y'all niggas Better recognize And see where I'm coming from And still east side Till I die Y X Y As the world keeps spinning To the D-O-double-G-Y
Yeah, give me ten bitches and I'll fuck all ten. See my homie Snoop Dogg sipping juice and gin. Don't slip, I'm for the set trip to get paper. Styles vary, packing flavor like lifesavers. Ain't that something? Talk shit down, I had